This is the way. This is the way. Hello there. So say we all. May the force be with you. You're a wizard, Harry. I am Iron Man. What about second breakfast? Assemble. You're here because you know something. Whoa, this is heavy. I volunteer as tribute. I'm Batman. You have chosen wisely. The North remembers. Go infinity and beyond. The force will be with you. Welcome to the Nerdverse, nerds. Today, this corner of the Nerdverse is for all you Star Wars nerds out there. I'm Joanna. Yes, Krupnik. And I'm Brian. No, Plopsky. <laughs> and we're so happy you can get out of your Shadow Council meeting to be with us today. Because today in the Nerdverse, we are squirting you with Melu Run juices to give you our instant reactions to Episode 7 of The Mandalorian, The Spies. So you may be thinking, how do I ensure I don't miss all these great, amazing new episodes? Well, it's easy. Just be sure to subscribe to The Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and follow along on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at The Nerdverse Pod. Um, But as we begin every episode, um, this is your spoiler alert alert. I repeat, this is your spoiler alert alert. We will be spoiling Rebels. We will be spoiling everything that happened at Celebration for Star Wars. We'll be spoiling this episode of The Mandalorian. Um, This is your spoiler alert alert. Um, So let's get into our nerd news. So, Joanna, a lot of trailers dropped, a lot of information dropped um, in Star Wars Celebration. So let's let's start with the information that was dropped. Um, Bad Batch Season 3 is coming, and it is the final season. Okay, fine. Yeah, I think I'm glad. I, I think we're done with that. Like, I in think terms we of might like, see them in it, live action one day, but I... I oh, really? I do. I think they can't help themselves. <laughs> yeah, but that's the hardest one to do because they're supposed to be, like, versions of Jenga Fett. Not, so, like, do you cast Tamora Morrison and, like, edit him? Do you cast new people? I don't know the answer to that. I don't either. I mean, it could be Omega being involved. I don't know. I, there's Omega. pieces could show yeah, up. Yeah, that's true. We'll see. That's a good point. Yeah, so I, I think that show needs to end with, like, filtering into the lore a little bit more. So I'm, I'm, I, I hope that that makes, I hope that raises the stakes for season three. And it's before times. So it's, you can only do so much before we're like, we know this isn't going to work or we know this yeah. isn't. Yeah. Sure. That's fair. Um, cool. Next up, we have the three movies that were announced. Um, wow. So we have Daisy Ridley coming back as Ray uh, for a, let's build a new Jedi order movie. Then we have uh, a movie directed by um, James Mangold, who will be uh, taking on the first Jedi, the first person to discover and use the Force. Let me say that I think this is a great sign for your friend, Indiana Jones, because Kathleen Kennedy has a long relationship with James Mangold. And if she is doing this, this means that Indy's really good. I agree. It's almost two and a half hours, apparently. Um yeah, so I agree. This, I thought the same well. thing. I yeah. agree. Um, and then the third one is um, a movie to connect all of the TV shows that are out right now and directed by the one, the only, oh our cowboy-hatted savior, Dave Filoni. 
Yeah, when in like 2000, what, 54? When are we getting this? <laughs> yeah, I think the, I don't remember. I think 2025 I think it's like is the first years. one. No, I think yeah. it's like six years. But here's the thing. I don't want it to come, I don't need a lot. I want the stuff to be quality over quantity. So it, it can wait yeah. and take time. But I'm also like, that's a long ways away when you could really capitalize on what you're doing right now. But about time, uh, I'll be, you know, this is, it's a new age. The the Mythosaur is bringing in the new age of Mandalore. Filoni's bringing in the new age of the Star Wars fan. Kids are growing up. They need the newer stuff. This is, this is great. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. All right. Then we got the Ahsoka trailer. Holy uh, shit. <clears throat> are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? I'm okay. I, I have high hopes. I also think like, but then I cried in the Obi-Wan trailer, which was not a great show. So I don't know. I just think that because these characters are not as well known to like everyone in the Star Wars universe, maybe they, it won't be like, they have more room to have a good show. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, yeah, yeah. Obviously Mickelson, Lars, Lars, it's Lars, right? <clears throat> yeah. Lars being cast, which the announcement coming the day after we get like the behind the head. That's a thrill. There this was a all... bootleg of the front of his head. Yes, I saw that. Oh, you did? Um, yeah. I did. I think this is wonderful. I mean, it's just, I have so many questions. It looks like it picks up right where we leave that her off with Sabine and the Rebels epilogue. We get that shot of holocron maybe ezra i'm just i'm so curious and when he when she says uh theron uh getting the like the keys to the empire like he's an heir to the empire yeah that's like a total nod to that whole decanonized like theron series of books from a billion years ago but the thought is 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 that they're going to do heir to the empire but tying it into rebels just amazing. So this is this is a thrill. I I just I hope I hope I hope it's good. Yeah, just an absolute excitement. I we got to see Hera. We got to see Chopper. We, I'm just like I could not be more excited for this thing. I know, and I think um, I think it has Rosario. Like is so good. I think it'll it's going to be well done. I just hope that, you know, it's not all these like winks to people that don't understand they didn't see rebels. I just, it's, it's going to stink if it's gatekeeping for if fans can gatekeep this from the larger fandom. Yeah, we'll see. I, I don't think it will be. I think we'll get, I think we'll be perfectly satisfied by it. Uh, if, if not like a home run because right, Filoni's not going to half-ass it. It's, this is true. This, we can count on this. Plus, like, what are the bigger implications of Thrawn, especially when we talk about it in this most recent Mandalorian episode? The the fandom needs Thrawn right now. I feel like we need a shot of insulin. And yeah. a villain like this. Thronsolin? And this is so... What? Thronsolin? Thronsolin? <laughs> that's, that's the reach. Um, I think that, like, it, for those of you who don't know, like, Thrawn... Thrawn called an army call like he called an attack because he knew by the voice the race of the pilot who was going up against him and he knew the history of the type of war theory that this species he was going against was going to do he is a brilliant 
strategist and Mm -hmm. a scholar of the arts. This is not some force sensitive Darth Vader who has like, you know, vengeance and revenge in his heart and can like sense people's feelings. Like he is pure brilliance and that's very scary. So I Mm -hmm. just think this is a great time. And then of course, in light of what we see in Mando today, it's just all, it's all coming together. Yeah, I mean, realistically, what should have happened is they should have done the if 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 we lived in a perfect world, Thrawn would have been the bad guy of the three Star Wars sequels, and all these all these shows would be leading up to like the main event of which are the three movies, um, and the Jedi Order has to come back together or whatever it is to like defeat Thrawn and the 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 whispers of a rising empire again. But yes. we can't do that, so it is what it is. But we have the unknown, the unknown worlds, or whatever they're saying. The MacGuffin that where everyone is, that maybe they weren't there at the last movies because they were there. That's where Ezra is, maybe. So I, yeah, they're we'll open, they're trying to expand. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, cool. And then the last thing, the Penguin trailer dropped today. Um, that looked cool. It just Batman. I'm excited. Did you watch it? I did. It looks it looks Would, fun. I mean, it's Colin Farrell, light me up. But I, I didn't mean, get much from the teaser. Like, I didn't get much from the teaser no. that I saw, unless I saw the wrong yeah. one. But it was, I no, mean. No, no. It was just like behind fun. the scenes stuff. Like, oh, the penguin's a bad guy. Like, yeah. It looks yeah, it's good. like, we're in production now or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, uh, this is from two weeks ago, but I, I wanted to make sure we brought it I up know, with you. I know, but I wasn't here last week. Yes. Yeah. So um, WB pitched to to HBO a seven season Harry Potter where each season is a book in the style of kind of Game of Thrones is my assumption. Like, oh, what are your thoughts on that? I I truly don't believe. I there's so many rumors about this. I think this is obviously the realest one. I I just like don't believe it. But I ju- um they're complex. I don't. I'm shocked that that HBO wants to take this on with everything surrounding JK a little bit. Um, so I'm just kind of like, oh, wow, that's a big swing that they're just going to go ahead and do that because it's obvious that like JK will get money from this. Um, it, I don't have an issue with how much time has passed. I think, I think it's fine. I think a lot of people that young kids that watch those movies are like, this is old and bad. Um, and I don't like the adaptations that much. There are, of course, it's like it's iconic fair. in many ways. And there are like, yeah. like Alan Rickman, who you're just like, and, you know, Coltrane. But I, I think that's okay. I just care who is at the helm of this. And if they really understand these books and if they really mm-hmm. know what they're doing with the pacing. So I don't know. I mean... I have no idea what this will mean. I, I love Harry Potter um, and all the complexities that go with it is makes it difficult to love it so much, but I'm thrilled if this is going to happen. But I, because I don't think it can be worse. I, I honestly don't think it could be worse than the movies. And I don't think the movies are that bad, but at the bare minimum, they will be the movies. they will be mm-hmm. just as like cockamamie as some of the choices in the movies. Sure, I don't know. Sure. HBO, ne- every, HBO like never misses. Yeah, even the stuff that they cancel is not usually a miss. It's just that people aren't watching it. Right. I mean, the end of Game of Thrones, mileage may vary. Right, but, but, but aside from that, like generally, yeah, they yeah. don't they, they yeah. don't do something that they're not going to do well. 
No, but also like the first five or six seasons, whatever you subscribe to of Game of Thrones are, are some of the best TV ever. Yeah. 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 Um, so we'll see. I, yeah. I just I'll believe it when I see it also. That's fair. Okay. Um, cool. Let's uh, let's enter Nerdverse Customs. I'm shaking the dust of this crummy little town off my feet, and I'm going to see the world. Let me see your identification. Here's my passport, Brian. Let me dust this okay. off. Um, I'm in... sorry, it's a little wet. Um, oh, that's all right. That's all right. Uh, so we're in the Star Wars sector. What stamps do you have this week? I have as wet because I have eight Melu runs. I think they were Melu mm. runs. Eight. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. What about you? I have uh, nine yes buttons. Classic. That was Classic yes buttons. Lots of yeses. Let's get him some new vocabulary. All right. Let's oh, just start wow. right off. What did you think of this episode of The Mandalorian? This is the penultimate episode. The next week is the finale. Lay it on me. Well, this week, this episode was certainly better than last week's. Let me tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, this was much more comfy. I was, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> Sorry. I have a lot of questions, but um, I thought this was a good episode. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I had a great time. My heart was in my throat like the whole time. Just like, where's the penultimate? What are we setting up? What's going to happen? Like, right. I, I was very excited that like, I thought it was well managed with time. Um, you know, we open up with the Shadow Council, then we have them kind of going to uh, to Mandalore. Um, after kind of like meeting the other factions, we get a little bit of Death Watch uh, conversation. We get a little bit of um, you know what happened in the past with Bo Katan. We have the exploration. We have the ambush. Like th- this, this has a lot of juicy, juicy stuff. Yeah, I mean, in light of Star Wars Celebration, this is just like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Okay, wait, wait. Okay, so this means this. Okay, this, like, the mm-hmm. implications, it's all, like, coming at me, and I'm trying to, like, process what this all means. Um, but, yeah, agreed. I just think that I'm not thrilled with how Din's story is going in all agreed. of this. Yeah, I just think I'm confused. Um it's really more, and that's fine if it's not the Mandalorian Din. It's the Mandalorian Grogu. It's the Mandalorian Bo. But it's just, um, and the, as a culture. Um, but I think this episode was, I, I'm just kind of shocked. I'm like, why did we, we held all this for this one episode, which is great, but like, it's just so much at once. What, what were yeah. we even doing? Uh, this is how I think about it. Season two of The Mandalorian was a series finale. Yeah. Luke Luke showing up ended that story. Din completed his arc. Like That's true. And, and in some ways. And this is a brand new series of something else. Like you know, Grogu's back. You know what I mean? This this is about mm-hmm. Bo-Katan and this is about the Mandalorian culture. And like don't get me wrong, like it's still really good, but like that might not be for, no, I'm not saying it's not for you because I know you're enjoying it. Um, but like, you know, that you know, I, I think about it that way and that kind of helps me out a little bit, but this episode did give me something that we hadn't gotten in a while, which was like cute Din and Grogu moments. Agreed. I loved, I did not expect that this would be how we'd get 
sort of Grogu having a, a voice of his own. Yeah. And I, and I think that if you do this, there's actually some really fun potential here. Yeah. Uh, I think we're going to have to move on from Taika's voice because I don't think he's available in the sound booth to make, to just like be the voice of Grogu other than yes and no. So yeah, this was that, that part was awesome. I think the Boba Fett was like his tie in too. And it was, and so I, I think my expectations for this whole season were just a little bit off because mm-hmm. of Boba. Um, sure. But that's fair. yeah, opening, obviously like the cold open before the title card. I mean, we're getting Hux, we're getting Thrawn mentions, we're seeing yeah. Moff. It's just right. like, whoa. So, whoa, so whoa, let's, whoa. let's talk, let's talk about that. Operation Necromancer. <laughs> okay. So the things we have there are, we have Commandant Hux, who is, who in real life is Dom Hall Gleason's brother. And in. Okay. In, Cause I was like, bit regassed. No, no, it's different. It's his father in in the in the, in Star Wars. It's his father because this oh, takes because the right. this takes place much okay. ahead. But in in real life, it's his brother playing his father. You know, in that way. So that's okay, what we have in it. there. The second thing we have is talking about clones and Operation Necromancer, which we were under the assumption that that is potentially how Palpatine comes back, or maybe Snoke. You know what I mean? Like that. That seems oh, like wow. it's that. Yes. You have. You have uh, what's his name, Palladian or, or whatever his name is, um, who's in. Re- I think he's in Rebels. He's like mm-hmm. Thrawn's right hand man. Um, the one, the one that they're trying to override was like, well, Thrawn's not coming. He's he's coming out of hiding. He will. He's Don't busy. worry. Yeah, yeah. He'll be here in a second. Yeah, he'll be here. He's missing the meeting. Um, just keep going. I'll record it for him. Ularin. Um, no, hmm? not Ularin. I was trying to remember his name. It was it was not Cody Lauren. Oh. I forget the name. Anyway. Um, so you have all of that stuff, and they're talking about Thrawn coming back and all that. I can only imagine Thrawn is actually coming back at the end of this, so that'll lead us into Ahsoka. Yeah, and then that would explain why they reveal the casting so that it's not... I mean, I kind of wish I didn't know if they do show his face, but this means he's out of hiding, though. This means he has been found, right? Yeah, uh-huh. What, we don't know. We'll figure that out, whatever happens. Yeah. Um, we'll find out in Ahsoka. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Um, so unless we find out next week, you know what I mean? Yeah, we might not get a uh, – yeah, yeah, totally. Could get, could get the debrief. Could get that. Who knows? Um, but yeah, so there's that aspect of things. Um, and uh, so we have that at the beginning. Then at the end, at the very end, skipping forward, we have the Protean guards who were introduced in the throne room of Snoke. Um, <sighs> there was a second there was like, are those the Knights of Ren? But no, they're the Protean guards. Um, yeah. and then we have the, we have, we find out how Moff got the dark saber. So my understanding of that dark saber is that because Bo was surrendering, that's why she could give it to him because she's actually surrendering him. He defeated her. And so she was surrendering the dark saber, which is how that makes a little bit more sense. Um, yes. Just in general, I, I also like the, the way that they did that last episode. But no, anyway. never, ever, ever in a million years. <sighs> um, I also really like them finding those other Mandalorians um, and them being loyal to Bo, uh, regardless. Was there a weird moment when you saw that like, like land ship that you were like, "Is this Rex?" <laughs> yeah, a friends. little bit. I knew it wasn't going to be, but a little too. bit. <clears throat> I know. I was going to wonder if we. I know. I was also wondering if we would know any of the Mandalorians that came yeah, off the I, ship. Yeah, I, I was waiting for Sabine the whole time. 
Oh, yeah, but Sabine's not there. She's on Lothal. 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 Uh, yes. No, agreed. Agreed. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was just enthralled by this. Um, we It answered our question, why is it such a big deal that, like, they're trying to, like, hide Mandalore in some ways because they There's have a full base, base there. Yes. That yeah. was, that's, that scene reveal was like, whoa. Yeah. Like agree. Scary. And then when Moff comes down in his own Beskar, oh no. And then the stormtroopers in Beskar, oh hell no. Yeah. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also glad to see Paz go. <laughs> Yeah. I was getting I'm really good. tired of him. I'm good. I'm good with yeah. him. And and now we don't have to see Filoni's face. I mean Filoni. Now we don't have to see Favreau's face. Because I know helmets are coming off. They better by next episode. I cannot believe we have not seen Pedro's face. So now we avoid having to see awkward John Favreau like in this suit. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know you'd ever see my face. Um that was actually really good. So I like that. Uh but it was that was that was some old school good Star Wars. That's yeah, I agree. I'm I don't know. I was just like very enthralled. I was just like very engaged in everything that was happening. The monster that came out of Mandalore was super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of, I mean, again, I've only watched it once, but. Um, well, the whole Grogu use being in, in IG-11, that was really interesting. I think that led, I kind of, I'm watching him very closely because if Din is now being like in chains or he's tied up, right, with Moff. Mm-hmm. I mean, Grogu's not going to stand for that. So, no. and Grogu and Moff have a past, and I just I feel something fun coming next episode that's going to involve Grogu's Force abilities, which are quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this, he was just—I mean, I don't like to see him in peril and in so much danger, and I was very worried for him this entire episode. Also, why did we see um, the armor drop off the people? I don't know. Wasn't that weird? Yeah. Like, do we not wait? What? We don't believe her character. So they had to shoot a scene where they show us that she did it. Like, yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a, uh, it it built some tension for, so this is what I think it was. I think that it, for me, it built tension that the Imperials were going to come for them through the air. So they're showing her driving back to the main ship, the main fleet, and I was I was personally expecting them to be attacked up above and stranding people on the planet. But actually what actually happened was that they were fine and the the Imperials were on the planet the entire time. And I think uh, that that subverted my expectations. Misdirect. Yeah. I don't know if it was done well, but that's what I got from it. Okay, yeah, that could be. I I just feel like this series as a whole, this season as a whole, has been a patchwork of things that got lost in other shows like Rangers of the Republic and um, uh, the other one that I'm forgetting. And I feel like some of these plot lines were going to be from that. So there are some certain, certainly in the earlier episodes, the Coruscant stuff, I'm just like, what is from this Mm. and what is from... The original sure. boards. So That's interesting. anyway, when things are weird, that one's not that weird because it's Mandalorian based. But like there are just in general some weird stuff sometimes that happens. And I'm like, was this supposed to be in this episode or a previous one? Mm-hmm. Again, that's not really this one. Just made me think because there we got some weird stuff last episode. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just thought this was a, lo- it's a long episode. 
great because it's the penultimate. Mm-hmm. Um, we have progressed. Bo is in fact leading. Mando Lorians have joined. I'm still very curious where the Mythosaur is going to come in. And the New Age, can that please mean that you can all take your helmets off, please, and thank you? Mm-hmm. No need for these helmets to stay on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What about you? What do you think? The Like, what is the helmet of it all for you next week there you expect? I mean, I think they're going to take his helmet off when he's being questioned <gasps> or whatever. Oh, totally. I think that's how we get it because it's not his choice. But that would he, stink because then he's going to be like, oh, I got to go baptize again. Yeah, I mean, but at least he's there, you know. <laughs> that's true. He's like, well, that's only about a mile away. <laughs> yeah. Um, so these are the things that need to be tied up. Not tied up, but are still lingering questions. Yes. Why, why, the, why did we deal with all the clone people stuff? Like, like the doctor being like Person. zapped and like why, why was the clone stuff? I mean, uh, uh, it's not clear how exactly ne- Operation Necromancer, like were they – or did they execute him to take away – maybe I just didn't understand it from this episode, but did they execute him so that the they could take the power away from the two of them in the Shadow Council who were focused a lot on cloning? I don't know. Mm. Um, why was he worried about cloning? Because he said we're taking the best parts of things. We're taking the cloners. We're taking the best parts of the Jedi. We're taking the – like, like is, that, is that the idea of bringing back – Palpatine is that like I don't know so that that's it, a little open ended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we also are expecting the X Wing Squad at some point to come in because they're still looking for the Moff Gideon thing because the best car we found out now is from the the Super Troopers that yes. essentially freed broke him. him out. Yeah. Yes, and this this that that could be all it was is just to show us that. But yes, I would love to see some X Wings. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, what else? Um, I still think we need to decide like what, what the creed means to these people and like how it's going to unify them because if they're staying so divided, it's just, they're not stronger. So there has to be some sort of, I mean, Bo, the Mythosaur has to come in. Obviously that's unfinished business. Mythosaur, creed, Mm -hmm. the way, walking versus not, what it all means and what matters that needs to find a center, I feel like. Yeah, I could also see the Mythosaur not coming back because it was just so Bo could gain the confidence. Belief. The belief. Oh, gosh. That's fine, I guess. I, I don't think Star Wars would do that. I think we're going to – I would love to see Bo riding it with the, like, Darksaber. Yo, like, or Din riding it and her having the Darksaber. And so it's like, look, a lot of people can lead, yo. Yeah. I mean, do we get cameos next week? Is Luke coming back? Do we get Ahsoka somehow involved? I, I think that next week we are definitely, definitely getting something that ties in directly with the Ahsoka series to get us excited for it. Agreed. So that's why I think we're getting Thrawn next week. I think we're – whether it's a hollow – it could be a hollow, um, a hollow of Thrawn – just in a message, it could be another mention, or it could be a full stinger or a scene or a, you know a credit scene. But I think you're right. I think there's going to be something to tie us into Ahsoka because that otherwise people don't really care about Ahsoka that don't know that character mm-hmm. other than from the Jedi episode of season two. So I just think they have to do something to you know with Sabine maybe as well. That's a, a great opportunity just to propel us into the excitement for that. Mm. Yeah. 
we'll see what happens. But uh, I was pleased with this episode, and I'm excited for next week to see what happens. And I'm very excited for Ahsoka in August. Agreed. August. Well, nerds, in just a few moments, the purge of Mandalore will be complete. But we hope you had as much fun as we did, and we hope you'll join us next time for the finale of The Mandalorian. As a small universe and a multiverse of other nerdverses, the subscriptions, follows, and reviews are super important for us to grow. So be sh- to grow goo. So be sure that you're subscribed <laughs> to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, and follow along on the socials: Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at the Nerdverse Pod. We thank you so much for listening and for following along. Please keep telling all your nerdy friends about us, and remember, no squeezy. Oh man, I forgot about that. That was delightful. Bad baby. Yeah. Also, I like that they kind of touched on the fact that, like, Mandalore kind of gives them a little bit of hope. Like, that's why they want to crush them, because Mandalore was, like, a holdout. Like, they yeah. represent being able to, like, subvert the the Empire. And then, obviously, they want to avoid it because they're on Mandalore. Well, and it's the only thing you can really do for Mandalorians, because they're so good at everything, and they have the best armor. Like, mm-hmm. the only thing that would tear them down is to, like, ruin their homeworld. Yeah, true. <laughs>